Today's episode is presented by Lodestar, the fee experts. Hi everyone, I'm here at Housing Wire Annual and we're so excited to be recording yet another Lending Leaders uh, live in person. So we're going to ask a bunch of different people a few different questions uh, that we've prepared over the next few days. And I'm so excited for you to be able to hear their answers and really get insight into the mortgage industry. Um, we are in beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, so you're definitely going to see some uh, warm weather outfits, even though currently, as we're recording this, it's 55 degrees and rainy in our hometown of Philadelphia. So we're definitely excited to be here where it's warm. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe and follow us wherever you're getting your podcasts. Um, and let's jump right into it. What does marketing look like in a volatile housing market? Volatile, honestly. Um, it looks crazy, right? Because we've got a lot of technology and we've got a lot of people that aren't sure how to use it. And so right now we're just trying to figure out how we take the technology and put it in a place where our loan officers feel comfortable enough to use it so that they're getting more bang for their buck, right? Getting more out of their businesses. Yeah, good question. And uh, great to talk to Lodestar. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I think that the market doesn't necessarily dictate uh, good marketing because I think their fundamentals are always going to be providing good content that people are going to be interested in checking out and not appearing overly salesy, having a good product. Um, and it should really be built around, you know, relationships and integrity. And that really is not dependent on the market. I think at the conference there's been a lot of talk about first-time home buyers because of rates and being where they are. We're looking at a first-time home buyer that's going to refinance probably two to three times during the life of their loan. So as we look at marketing, we need to look at how are we providing additional transparency and clarity to first-time home buyers to make them trust us and continue to want to do business with us. That's a great question. You know, I, I think the biggest thing in a volatile market is taking it back to basics. Right? And leveraging your database that you have, specifically, like what tools are you using to go after the people that you've already sold to in the past, right? Um, where are you investing? What strategies, what omnichannel approaches are you taking to really get lead traffic up um, and drive demand, drive loan volume? I think that's a, a big piece. What are some of the most exciting opportunities today's market presents to marketers? Yeah, I think that things are changing. There's a lot of creativity out there right now. Um, it's a changing world. There's more um, uh, independent marketers that are coming up with their own um, ideas and podcasts and shows. Um, part of it just is the slowdown in the mortgage space is give, giving a chance for people to reset and uh, check out some new things. I think there's a lot of, there's like this mindset that I've really experienced for the last couple of days that is super focused on making sure that the people that weather the storm and have an opportunity to create a new space for themselves within the market. I think that's going to be so important as we continue to go through these trying times. Um, exciting opportunities. I think there's a lot of great technology out there. I think there's been an investment into like not only classic like workflow marketing, things like that, but social media marketing, um, really finding innovative ways, TikTok, right, it's one of them, of like getting your brand out there and then leveraging that to, to drive, again, lead, lead volume. Building relationships, for sure, I think, hands down. 
I think you can take all of the technology that you have and you can surface level, you can level up and surface things and relationships and you can drive conversations. I don't think, I think we lost that during the pandemic and now we're in a very different market than we were pre-pandemic and in the pandemic. So now we're in a market where relationships matter. And so if we can take these marketing tools and build them up and surface up all of these opportunities to nurture and build relationships, that's where it's at right there. How have the last several years changed marketing and mortgage for better or for worse? I think there's, there's a really big conversation about providing more information to the borrower up front through POS tools as well as comparison products. And I think that's so important. And I think we're going to see more and more information provided through platforms like TikTok, Instagram, and all of that. So I'm really excited to see how LOs uh, work with their compliance teams to create new and unique content. Oh my God, it's definitely become an efficiency game, right? It's become a brand aware game. Um, and people are thinking outside the box on ways to, to drive traffic, you know? And uh, while the billboards still work, people are relying on, again, going back, and I'm going back to TikTok, but TikTok's a great example, right? Building a brand, building an image, and then I think people are taking it back to being personable and like showing their, their who they are, not just on the business side, but like, hey, here's what you're getting out if I'm a loan officer. Here's what you're getting out of me as an LO. I care about you. I want to help you with the biggest decision of your life. So the messaging, I think, has really come into like reality uh, for marketers. I think probably both, honestly. So from a technology standpoint of view, definitely for better. But from an adoption standpoint of view, for worse. Mostly because as the technology grew over the last two years, our loan officers were so busy that they didn't have time to catch up to it. And now that the market is different, they have to catch up. So the technology, I think, is where it needs to be. But how do we get the loan officers to get in there and use it and push it forward? That's where the challenge is. So there's some good and there's some bad in there, I think. Um, I, you know, I think that's a, a good question. I think that, um, first of all, of course, we had a pandemic and people got used to dealing with each other on Zoom. And so I think it's opened the doors now, even today, to being able to have conversations when we're not necessarily uh, together and in person. And yet... Um, being together like we are right now is, um, is still never going to be, it's always going to be the gold standard. It's always greatest to see people in person. What would you like to see change about marketing in mortgage slash housing? Um, I think as technology has advanced, right, uh, there's been like a reliance on it to an extent to like get things done in the background versus like hey, let's make sure our messaging, like going back to basics, right? Messaging is correct. Um, and we're not just relying on things to work for us, but taking the time to build strategies out that's going to help us win. I'd like us to shift away from automation is everything. Um, I think automation is the foundation for what we do, but relationships are everything. And so I think you need the automation. You need the foundation to drive the relationships, but we've become so dependent on the automation that it's almost made us lazy to the building of the relationships portion of what we do every day. So I'd like to see us focus more, and I think we're doing that, we're moving in that direction, but I'd like to see us focus more on the relationship. So I think sometimes there's a lot of noise, um, but I think there's been a shift that's begun towards um, 
a lot more thought leadership and a focus on content. I think if that continues, um, there's there's a lot of room for uh, content that um, is sort of you know pr provides a, a marketing uh, service, but really is still providing um, value to a broader community, regardless of whether you have a particular product that is going to be relevant to uh, yeah, everyone in the audience. I think for me, and I probably say this too much, is I just want more clarity throughout the process. As a millennial in the market space, you know, Pennsylvania is an expensive state to buy a home in. Uh, you're looking at about a 3% cost, so if you're looking at a 3% home down, um, all of a sudden you need 6% instead of 3%. And you might not know that depending on the lender you're working with. So just an increased drive for clarity is the biggest thing I want to see change. What's your favorite thing about traveling to confer as an industry? What are you most excited to learn? I think the best part about traveling um, is the relationships. Like, I love meeting people. I love networking with people. I love uh, learning new things because every conference I walk away with about 10 or 20 new ideas that I want to try to put into place. Um, and so my mind never shuts off at a conference. And so I like thrive and live for those moments uh, because that's what I am, I'm a people person. So I think conferences is just the best way to get that stuff done. So I love it. That's why I love it. And that's what I look forward to. So, um, you know, the best part of traveling is just seeing people, especially as I've been in this industry for a while. Um, I've just had already today um, great um, connections with people that I had not seen in many years and um, is nothing, nothing replaces being together. Um, and just having time to really um, breathe and think of things um, that maybe aren't in a, um, aren't going to be communicated in the same way in a phone call. So just time together is, is always going to be the best part about traveling. I think the biggest thing for me as I travel to all these shows is there is just an endless wealth of knowledge to be had, not only from the sessions and content that's been being created, but also from conversations and relationships that can be built at the times during the conferences that you just can't make over a Zoom call um, or even through email or phone. So, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it's great to be around friends, right? Like, whether it's different businesses, different partners, vendors. Uh, for me specifically, like, I love the, the dinner or just the conversation with people you get to see a few times a year. What's on your roadmap? How can we work together? And how can, in my perspective, two companies come together and bring a better value proposition to the end client, the consumer, right? So a couple things, you know, I love being around people, talking to people, and seeing old friends. Thank you for listening to the Lodestar's Lending Leaders Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and rate us five stars anywhere you get your podcast. A special thank you to the Lodestar Podcast Production team, Jim Paolino, Tim Austin, and John Gardner.